I'm glad that we're starting our celebration today with Mass. Because at the very heart of what we want to celebrate is the goodness of God toward us, toward this community, and all the ways that God has blessed us. But the readings invite us to focus on a particular blessing of God, which is the gift of faith. All three readings talk about the gift of faith. The word that is used in the gospel refers to having a confidence in God, trusting in God. And we know that this faith, even if is it as small as a mustard seed, the faith that God has put in your heart and in mine, this faith grows through the daily experiences of life, and especially when this faith is tested. And the readings talk about how this faith can be tested. For example, in the day of the prophet Habakkuk, which was in the latter part of the 7th century B.C., and Israel had been forced into exile, and now it is living in a foreign land, no central place to worship, and the prophet describes the experience of that time, violence, ruin, misery, strife, discord. Things look very bleak. And the cries of the people, the prayers that are offered to God, for God to intervene, for God to help, seem to be falling on deaf ears. You and I know this experience. There have been times in our life when we have been faced with very difficult situations and we have prayed and sometimes it seems like God does not hear. We try to grapple and understand what God is about. And God reveals to the prophet Habakkuk. He shines a light into that moment. And he says, my just ones must continue to live by faith. Why? Because as God says, my plan presses on to fulfillment. No matter how dark and bleak things may look, no matter what you hear in the culture, or today what we hear in the social media, the plan of God presses on to fulfillment. And God is faithful. This is why our faith is never unreasonable and our faith is never in vain. 
God says to the prophet Jeremiah, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for welfare, plans for your good, not for evil. My plan is to give you a future that is filled with hope. This is why faith is such a gift. And even in these bleak moments, that faith that is even as small as a mustard seed connects us to the power of God and this plan that continues to press forward. We become part of that. Then we have the disciples. Before the disciples approach Jesus and ask him to increase their faith, what was Jesus teaching? He was teaching about sin, especially about sins that can cause scandal to others. And he was talking about the exhortation for forgiveness. Even when we must forgive the same person seven times over. And like many times throughout those three years, the disciples, when they hear this teaching of Jesus, sometimes when you and I hear the teaching of Jesus, we feel our poverty. We feel so helpless and so weak to live the gospel message. And so like the disciples, we say, Jesus, please increase our faith. Because right now, I am not feeling the strength to follow you, to live what you are asking. And then Jesus goes on to describe what this faith in us, in his disciples, is able to do, even if it's as small as the mustard seed. And he uses the image of the mulberry tree. Some translations say sycamore. And this tree in that day had a root system that extended 50, 60 foot beyond the tree. Uprooting a tree like that would seem impossible. In another gospel, Jesus uses the image of a mountain. And Jesus says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be rooted up. You could say to this mountain, move from here to another place. Sometimes we feel that our attachments, that certain habitual sins are so deeply rooted in us that we wonder if they can be rooted out. Sometimes there are obstacles, big obstacles that seem like mountains, like the crises that we face today in our diocese. The present crises 
that we have been going through together, it seems like a mountain right in our way. And Jesus says what? If you exercise the faith that I have put in you, you will receive the strength, the power that you don't have to uproot those things in our lives that seem to be getting in the way or removing the mountains that seem like obstacles. Because why? My plan continues to press forward. My plan to give you a future that is full of hope. And this is why St. Paul could say to Timothy, as he joined St. Paul in establishing the first Christian communities, he can say, bear your share of the hardship of the gospel. With what? With the strength that comes from God. This is what faith does. It connects us to the strength of God. And back in the day of Paul and Timothy, they were going through all the labor pains of those first Christians. And one of the main challenges was how hard it was for those new Christians to leave the old life behind, to renounce the world that they were leaving. And because that was challenging and difficult, the church continued to suffer from the weaknesses, the sins, and the failures from, uh, from some of her members. And St. Paul said, bear your share of the labor pains of God's plan unfolding within the church with the strength that comes from God. God says, I will never take back my covenant. He says to the disciples, my church, the gates of hell, will never prevail against it. And I will be with my church to the end of time. And through St. Paul, he says, I will bring to completion the work that I have begun in you. This is why faith is never unreasonable and never in vain. And each time we exercise even those mustard-sized seeds of faith, we become part of this plan of God that continues to press forward to a future that is filled with hope. So, let's thank God for the gift of faith. There's no explanation for the survival of Israel or for the survival of the church in all of its history except the faithfulness of God. And as you and I look back on our lives and we see how faith has worked, what faith has brought us through, all we can do is marvel. 
All we can do is be grateful. And all we can do is hope for the things that faith will carry us through in the future. Faith. This is what we celebrate today. Amen.